Welcome to Break Free from Binge Eating with me, Victoria. I'm so happy that you're here. If we haven't met yet, I just want you to know that I get you because I was you. I was stuck in the diet binge cycle and hating my body for over 20 years. I've overcome anorexia, bulimia, binge eating disorder, and I'm a domestic abuse survivor. Now that I'm free and happy from the inside out, I've dedicated my whole life to help other women feel the same. In this podcast, we're going to cover food and body freedom, self-love and personal development. And if you implement what you learn, you will be well on your way to healing your relationship with food and your body so that you can fall in love with yourself and your life. Ready? Let's go. Hello, guys. Welcome to season two of my podcast. As you can see, I've done a little bit of a rebrand, so I'm still the same person, um, and my podcast now is called Break Free From Binge Eating with Victoria Kleinsman, and I am Victoria. If you're new here, welcome. It's great to have you, and if you're an old listener, welcome back. I love you to bits, and I'm in a bit of a different location today because my fiance is coaching upstairs, so I don't want the sound to merge. You might see my fur baby in the background. Obviously, if you're listening to the podcast and not watching the video, check out my YouTube video. You can see my fur baby in the background. He's actually stretching around right now. He's an um, Alaskan Malamute called Hero. Anyway, let's get into this week's episode then. So this week, um, I'm going to be sharing with you three reasons why you're still binge eating. So three reasons why you're binging. Maybe at the moment you're at the start of your recovery journey, um, or maybe you need a refresh um, of the basics and the foundations to break free from binge eating. In this week's episode, you're going to be learning about the three types of restrictions that are keeping you stuck in the diet binge cycle, which absolutely sucks. I've totally been there. Um, Most binge eaters have all three. And don't worry if you do when I share with you what they are, because I did too, okay? So don't worry about that. You'll learn the right question to ask yourself so that you can keep moving forward in your recovery to food and body freedom. And you'll also learn what to do instead of continuing to restrict. Okay, so are you ready? Let's get into it then. Before we get into it, actually, that was a bit of a teaser, wasn't it? Before we get into it, I am so happy and excited to invite you to my free, new, brand new, free, brand new Facebook group that's called Break Free from Binge Eating with Victoria Kleinsman. If you would like to join this group, please just reach out to me either on Facebook, I'm Victoria Kleinsman, Instagram, Victoria Kleinsman, or just message me on my email, which is on my website, or it's victoria at victoriakleinsman.com. And in this free group, I'm going to be going live every single week, answering some questions that you guys have for me. This is all going to be around food and body freedom. Um, I'm also going to be sharing loads of valuable content in there to help you on your recovery journey. And I'm going to be giving you a sneak peek every month 
as to what we get up to in my paid group to break free from binge eating and all of this is free. So I'd love to have you there and um, let me know if you'd like to join. Okay, so let's actually get into it then. So the first thing to ask yourself when you're in the diet binge cycle, right, is where am I restricting? That's the question. Where am I restricting? Because every restriction has an equal and opposite binge. If you imagine a pendulum, um, which is like a thing that goes from side to side, usually with like balls on the end, like some kind of weighted balls. If you swing a pendulum one way, it is going to swing the other way. And you know why? Because it's the law of cause and effect. It's one of the laws of the universe. So if you go one way with this pendulum swing with the energy, you're going to go the other way. So what I'm sharing this with you for is because that's what happens when we're restricting. So we restrict, 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 and the pendulum goes one way, and then it has to go the other way because of the law of cause and effect. Even if you can kind of keep it one way for like maybe months at a time, it ultimately goes the other way. And that's where the, res the restrict and binge cycle, the yo-yo dieting comes into play. So it can be hard to see binge eating as purely a reaction to restriction because it seems like the devil, it seems like this monster that we need to pin down, right? It seems like it's completely taken over our lives. I've been there and it does take over our lives. It's exhausting, but actually binging isn't the enemy. Stay with me, don't just turn me off, like just bear with me while I explain this. Binging isn't the enemy. Restriction is the enemy because if you didn't restrict, then you wouldn't binge. Okay, so binging is not the enemy. Actually, biologically, binge eating is keeping you alive. It's your body's way of actually helping you. Even though it doesn't feel like that, it biologically is it's helping you, okay? So there's three types of restriction. I'm gonna go through them with you right now. The first type is physical restriction. And there's two points to this. The first one in physical restriction is you're not giving your body enough energy. So you're not eating enough food, right? So this can look like dieting, calorie counting, counting points, counting sins, um, macro cycling, like not giving yourself enough fats or carbs at certain times of the day or or um, the weeks or months, intermittent fasting, um, food, like restrictive food plans, skipping meals, all those things. Like I'm sure you're well aware of what restriction is and what it feels like, but physically not feeding yourself enough food will make your body turn into like a crazy cave woman and you'll go crazy because again, biologically, your body sends every hormone signal possible to urge you to seek out high fat, high sugar foods because it thinks that you're gonna go into a famine. And again, I know it's not helpful for our bodies to still react this way because of course we can just go to the shop and get whatever we want, but biologically, this is what your body sees. It sees when you're not feeding it enough, oh my God, restriction, I need to eat. And then it just stores all the fat 
automatically anyway because it's trying to take care of you. So that's that's one part of the physical restriction. The second part of the physical restriction, which I believe is the most under-talked about kind of physical restriction in this in this world of food freedom, is actually nourishment. So if your body is lacking nourishment, your body's gonna keep craving food to try and nourish yourself. Like you're a grown ass woman, right? We first of all need to be eating way more food than what the diet culture has brainwashed us into thinking we need. Like if you look to a normal eater, I mean, what's a normal eater, right? I class a normal eater as my sister, my fiance, they eat a lot of food. Like if my diet brain comes into play and I'm comparing, which I don't advise that any of us do, but we're human, right? If I was to allow myself to compare, which I used to do all the time, I would look at my sister who's tiny and had two babies and just never diets and she just naturally is just stays the same kind of size. She eats a lot and I'm, I used to look at her and thinking, oh my gosh, you're eating again. And like my fiance, he's always eating. And, I'm, and I used to think, how the hell is that even possible when they don't put weight on? So we need a lot more food than the diet industry likes to tell us that we need, right? And talking about the second part of physical restriction is actually malnourishment. So it, the nutrients I was talking about, if you're not getting enough nutrients for your body to work properly and to feel good, because our bodies naturally want to feel good. So your body's gonna keep signaling you to eat or to seek out things until it's satisfied, until it's got all the vitamins and minerals it needs to actually do its job, which is keeping you alive, right? So if you're eating a lot of processed foods, your body's not getting the nourishment it means. And by the way, let's not make processed foods bad or wrong. This comes into the next part, which is number two of um, restriction. I'll go into that in a moment. So let's not make any of this bad. Notice that I use the word processed food, not junk food or bad food, because none of it's junk or bad. The fact is, for example, an apple, is not processed whereas a chocolate bar is processed because you can't just wander into a field or a wood and pick a chocolate bar right but you can just wander into i don't know an apple orchid or whatever wherever you find apple trees you can just pick an apple so the, the point i'm getting at is language i'm using is very important processed foods isn't bad or wrong but if your diet is mainly processed foods your body's not getting the nourishment that it needs so then you're constantly going to be feeling hungry and dissatisfied so your body's constantly seeking nutrition processed foods just have a lot of empty calories in they also have addictive qualities, especially if you're not nourishing yourself. So we'll go into how to do that towards the end of this podcast. But that was step, like that was reason number one, physical restriction in the terms of not actually eating enough food and not nourishing yourself with the nourishments and vitamins and minerals that your body actually needs. Okay, so let's move on to number two. The second type of restriction this is the hardest one to break, but it's so possible. This is mental restriction. This looks like diet talk, food rules, I can't, I'm not allowed, I shouldn't have, I've eaten bad so I need to be good today. Um, and it brings up all these feelings of guilt, 
about what you've eaten and how much you've eaten. Like, I don't know about you, but when I was in the diet binge cycle, I would start all kinds of diet and health plans. And even when I was on a health plan, I would binge on things like porridge and nuts, like I didn't, and health bars that I didn't even particularly enjoy, but because I had the restriction mindset, um, I was still binging on stuff that I was quote, allowed to have in the particular diet I was on. So mentally, mindset, in my opinion, I teach a lot of this in my coaching, is a number one thing to change your relationship with food. Is the Well, not the number one thing, these three things I'm sharing with you are equally important, but the mental side of things has the most impact on all the other things. So it is the most important, I would say. Um, so mental restriction, again, it looks like dieting. Um, the way you talk to yourself, I'm not allowed, I've been bad, oh, I've been good today because I've not had X, Y, and Z, right? And it brings so much shame, it brings so much guilt around this because guilt and shame, guilt is a feeling like your action, you've done something wrong, whereas shame is a feeling of I'm wrong, there's something wrong with me. And with this food thing, this obsession with food and the diet binge cycle, guilt very quickly leads to shame. And then what happens with shame is you hide stuff. So hiding the way you're eating because you think it's wrong or bad. Like I legit used to wait for my fiance to go in the shower um, and then as soon as I heard the shower turn on, I would frantically get the brownies out, the freezer, that I tried to deter myself from eating, hence they were in the freezer, shove them in the microwave and then go in the toilet and eat them as quick as possible. Like, there's so, there was so much shame around that. So mental restriction brings shame and guilt and fear and there's something wrong with me and I'm embarrassed for the way I eat. So... That's number two, and that is huge. I could literally do a whole episode on mental restriction, which I might actually do. Okay, so moving on to number three is emotional restriction. And this one I had, I had a lot of blocks around. I didn't want to hear this when I understood what it meant, but emotional restriction basically is harboring your anger, sadness, pain and stress, lack of purpose. It's basically suppressing your feelings and not letting them be be heard or not allowing yourself to feel them, right? And what we do instead is just run to food. So again, let's not make this bad or wrong because what we tend to do, if we want to eat emotionally, is an attempt of self-care actually. Emotional eating is an attempt to take care of ourselves. When we do that, we think it's bad and wrong and then an emotional eating then turns into binge eating. So all three of them can merge together. But it's really helpful to practice feeling our emotions because our emotions are here for a reason so if you imagine that you're sat in a house and the house is you right and then you sat like something happens that makes you feel angry or upset and then there's there's a knock at the door which is an emotion at the door and it's anger and anger sat outside with a little sign like, let me in, I'm anger. And you're like, absolutely no way, I haven't got time to feel you, I don't like to feel anger, that's bad and wrong, no. But then what happens? Anger knocks even louder, and then maybe you'll go and eat some chocolate to try and make anger go away. 
which doesn't make sense, but it does in the moment, right? But then guess what happens? Sadness will then come along and then guilt, and then all these other feelings and they're just gonna line up outside your door, knocking louder and louder and louder until you let them in. If you let them in all at one time, you're gonna have a house full of all these difficult emotions with a message to give you and you're gonna be like, F that, get out of my house, I'm not letting you in again, right? So when you first start feeling your feelings, it can be really scary because we don't know how to do it. So I would advise, well, I'm gonna give you that in a moment, actually. I'll give you a little tip now, though. If someone comes knocking at your door like a feeling or an emotion, open the door, hear what it has to say because it's giving you a message, it's giving you a sign, it's telling you something, and then it will just go. But if you let them all line up outside, if you let them, if you ignore them, they're just gonna keep knocking louder and louder and louder, and no matter what you eat, it's not gonna make the noise go away. So emotional restriction is basically not allowing yourself to feel. And there's so much cultural brainwashing and stigma around this, like especially in women, but actually women, ladies, queens, your emotions are your power. And again, I am actually gonna do a whole episode on each one of these so I can dive deeper into what I want to talk about. Um, and it's pretty normal to have all three. So those are the three physical restriction in the terms of diets, food plans, macro counting, all of those things, malnourishing yourself, like not actually nourishing yourself through food. Number two is a mental restriction, and bad or wrong for eating this, I shouldn't have this, chocolate is bad, apple is good. And then number three is emotional restriction, not allowing yourself to feel, not honoring your feelings, not exploring what the feelings are telling you and just choosing food instead. Okay, and it is normal to have all three. I had all three for so long and I was like, oh great, so I've not just got one, I've got all three. But it's okay because we can absolutely get over this. You do not need more willpower. Okay, we don't need more willpower. What we need to do, let me just give you a few tips before, we, before I end this episode. And again, I will go into depth in each one in future episodes. But instead of focusing on the binging, I need to stop binging, I must stop binging, oh my god it's awful, I'm a binge eater, all these things, like let's just take our attention away from that, which is hard as hell, I get it, and instead focus on, if you take the three things I've just shared with you, the three restrictions, number one physical restriction, so instead of dieting, following meal plans, macro planning and all of this, practice intuitive eating, and I'm not specifically an intuitive eating coach. There's a whole blog and video on my website as to explaining why, but the briefly, the brief explanation is what us dieters, well, I'm speaking for my past self, what dieters tend to do is turn everything into a diet because dieting is not an action, it's a state of mind. So if they're on the quote intuitive eating diet, if they've eaten past fullness or eaten when they're not hungry, it's bad and it's wrong and they're gonna start again tomorrow. So number one is practice intuitive eating and I'll do another episode again on this, um, but delve into it on my website, it explains it if you don't want to wait. So explore intuitive eating, so stop physically restricting, listen to what your body actually wants and needs. And then with the malnourishment thing, allow yourself to 
offer yourself three hearty meals a day with fats, proteins, carbs, fiber, like feed and nourish yourself, not just with food, but with things that nourish your soul. So this comes onto the emotional part, which was number three, with emotional restriction, like what actually fills you up, what makes you feel happy, what excites you, like do more of those things. So nourish yourself not only with food, but with things that you enjoy, like walking and listening to a podcast, or meditation, or dancing, or playing games, like board games with your friends, like over Zoom because of Corona, um, but like write yourself a little self-love menu, and then pick one each day, like drawing whatever lights you up, like fill yourself up with what you actually need, and it's not always just food. Even though we think it's about the food, it's not actually about the food. And self-talk. This is for the mental restriction. So obviously we've just briefly covered the, the cure or the antidote to help with physical restriction is to stop dieting, practice intuitive eating, nourish yourself with food, with three meals a day, give yourself the opportunity to have three meals a day, it's like self-care, and then bring self-care into your life in other areas, like relaxing for half an hour, taking a little, like, cat nap in the day if you can, like if you work from home now because of this global pandemic, pandemic, like use your lunch break, half of it, to have a little cat nap, like it's not bad or wrong, it's good for you, so nourishing yourself in every way possible, and then the other one is self-talk, like oh this is such a deep hole to go down and I'm going to stop because I've only got like a couple of minutes before I have to end this episode, Self-talk is everything, like the way we talk to ourselves basically determines our whole life, like I'm, I'm not kidding you, so get curious about the way you're talking to yourself, are you saying you're bad or wrong, are you saying I've been naughty because you've had a frigging chocolate bar, why the hell is that naughty, you just wanted a chocolate bar right, enjoy it, oh I've got so much to share with you guys, um but just notice to start with, notice the language you're using and start to flip that. Nothing's bad, nothing's wrong, like everything is abundant, nothing's gonna be taken away from you. Really focus on your self-talk. Okay, that is all for now. If you liked this episode, I'm doing a new thing, right? Screenshot me and share on your story on social media and tag me in it at Victoria Kleinsman. And I really can't wait to see what you've took from this, share your insights. And if you have any like questions that you want me to turn into an episode, I would be so happy to do that. So I wish you the most amazing day, morning, evening, whatever time you're listening to this, wherever you are in the world. I love you so much. Thank you for being here and I will see you next week. Mwah. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you so much. I would love to ask you a little favor that will literally take you probably one minute. Can you do that for me? Okay, it is to rate and review this podcast and the reason I'm asking you is because if you do this for me, it will enable me to reach more women so I can help them and spread the message around the world of self-love, food and body freedom, which is much needed. So again, thank you so much for listening.
listening. If you loved this episode, by the way, please screenshot it and tag me on social media on Instagram at Victoria Kleinsman and on Facebook, it's Victoria Kleinsman. Okay, have an amazing day. Sending you lots of love.